Hello and welcome to Parsha Inspiration. Parsha Bechukotai has a reputation of being one of the most disturbing parshas in the entire Torah. It describes in horrific detail the various punishments that will befall the Jewish people if they reject the Torah and Hashem's mitzvot. This frightening description, often called the tochacha, the rebuke, tends to overshadow the other features of the parsha. In my own opinion, this is a terrible shame because the opening 11 psukim of Parsha B'chukotai, in my opinion, are some of the most important psukim in the entire Torah. And I hear you thinking, why? After all, if you read those opening psukim, it talks about, well, if you keep all Hashem's mitzvot properly, then a whole lot of rewards will come to you. The rain will fall in its time. The earth will produce in abundance. There will be peace in the land. And I can imagine you thinking, well, these are all very exciting things, but still, why would that make this the most Im- one of the most important sections in the entire Torah? And in fact, many commentaries are disturbed by this passage because they say, really, this is what the Torah is all about, that we should have pros- physical prosperity, material prosperity, peace and security. What about all the spiritual brachot of the Torah? What about olam haba? Why doesn't that get a mention here? Surely the eternal spiritual rewards of the Torah are much, much more significant than temporary physical prosperity in this world. After all, Judaism is not all about materialism. But I want to draw your attention to the closing verses of that passage from verse 11 onwards. I shall place my sanctuary, my mishkan in your midst. My soul shall not reject you. Now that's a very strange comment. Why would Hashem's soul reject us? Then it continues, I shall walk amongst you, and I shall be for you a God, and you shall be for me a people. Now what does Hashem mean by saying that he will walk amongst us? So Rashi has an incredible comment here. The term is not merely an expression for walking. That would be is a reflexive verb. It means you cause yourself to walk as in to take a pleasurable stroll. Now this term of Hashem mitalech, Hashem's strolling, appears already in the Torah somewhere. Where does it appear? In the story of Gan Eden. After Adam and Eve partake from the forbidden fruit and they sin, the Torah says that they heard the voice of Hashem mitalech bagan l'ruach hayom. Hashem's voice is strolling in the garden. And Rashi tells us that this is what will happen once again if we keep all of the mitzvot properly. As Rashi says, I shall stroll with you in Gan Eden like one of you. You will not be trembling from before me. In other words, this pasuk is describing something incredibly profound. That the entire Torah on creating a new Gan Eden, a perfect redeemed world where we can dwell in harmony with Hashem. In other words, the Torah began with the story of Gan Eden, where we dwelt in harmony with Hashem. We were expelled from there. We messed up. We ruined the utopian existence that we once had. However, the rest of the Torah deals with how are we going to get back there? How are we going to take this world, this imperfect world, and transform it back into being a Gan Eden, a place which is both physically beautiful, as the parasha begins, about the, the physical prosperity that it describes, but also one in which we can dwell in a state of closeness and intimacy with Hashem. So while the other commentaries struggle with this absence of mentioning of the the spiritual afterlife, according to Rashi, it seems that is exactly what is being described here. Now, it's important to mention, by the way, that there's a major dispute amongst the Rishonim, amongst the earlier commentaries, about what exactly is going to happen in Olam Haba. What is Olam Haba, the world to come? 
Many people are aware of the view of Maimonides, the Rambam, who was of the view that Olam Haba is a completely spiritual world, completely detached from the physical. It's a world we can't even relate to because we don't understand what existence is like, which is pure spirituality. So it's true, according to the Rambam's understanding of Olam Haba, there is no mention of it here or in any place in the Torah explicitly. However, many, many commentaries disagree with the Rambam and understand that Olam Haba is going to take place in the physical world, a world which is both physical and spiritual in harmony with each other. It will be different to our world, because in our world there's a tug-of-war going on between the physical and the spiritual struggling against each other. But in Olam Haba, everything will be in harmony and everything will come together in a very perfect and complete way. So according to that understanding of what Olam Haba is all about, this is what is being described in the parasha. This seems to be the position of Rashi. And it highlights the whole raison d'etre, the whole purpose of keeping the Torah, which is to turn this world into a Gan Eden, to perfect our world, to transform it both materially and spiritually, in order that we can experience the ultimate closeness to Hashem. Thank you all for listening to Hashem Inspiration, and I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.